Shaw. What would you do if one day you woke up to discover that your dad was Superman? Let's just say you're high school Shaw. What would okay. you what would high school Shaw do if he woke up one day working at McDonald's and all of a sudden he said, My dad is Superman? What would you say? <laughs> How would that affect your life, Shaw? Well, I mean, nothing against my dad, but he's never been like the svelte, like muscular, super tall guy. Not so like, like Shaw. T- to me, that would be kind of a funny Superman, I think. <laughs> you know, like to have like a dad bod Superman. Shaw just came up with comic book gold, everybody. Right? Don't yeah. steal that idea. Dad bod Superman. <laughs> That would be amazing. Well, <laughs> he is Shoff. I am Vector. We are the Vectorverse. We are here talking about Invincible Season 2, Episode 2. Uh, last week we talked about Episode 1, had some nice engagement on YouTube, had some nice responses. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And thank you for tuning in this week as we talk about, in about six hours, I lose my virginity to a fish. <laughs> I like these episode titles. I think they're like very comic booky, like the... Uh, like what a comic book title would be. So I'm I'm loving these so far. But that says a lot about this episode, Shaw. Uh, we got to see a lot of stuff. Uh, but overall, we both enjoyed episode one. We we were into it. What did you think about episode two, Shaw? Are they keeping it rolling? Are they keeping this gravy train rolling? Uh, I don't think so. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I I felt like it kind of derailed a little bit. I felt like it lost a lot of the momentum established in the first episode. Uh, and to me, it felt a little bit like filler. Um, oh. It felt like they were satisfying some storylines that obviously happened in the comic books, which is their ultimate goal. They're, at, they're adapting the, uh, the source material, but and doing it in fresh ways, which we'll get to in a moment. But uh, with the, like, the massive stuff that went down at the end of last week's episode, to like, not even address it, and kind of just go on as if nothing happened. And then we only get this little snippet at the end um, showing uh, Angstrom Levy uh, on a different earth, uh, interrogating uh, Invincible, trying to understand, like, what, is, what does it take to take you down kind of thing? Um, like, that to me was the most interesting. So I felt like the episode did too much of trying to stay away from what was going to be the most interesting thing to mm. for me at least i think my i know i don't know anything behind the scenes but my assumption is that angstrom is going to be the main baddie for this whole season yeah so i think they're saving that for the yeah. end we'll see uh once and the season wraps up you're, 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 you bring up a great point and i think that also kind of ties into how the first season was structured because we saw um, Omni-Man just totally annihilate the Guardians of the, of the Globe. And then they don't touch on that. Like, in terms of, like, the details of that, it kind of, like, takes a little while. There's a slow burn. And then we come back to all of that um, revealing itself much, much later in the season. And I think that's kind of, like you said, that's how they're kind of building it, building it this way, structuring it with creating the person, letting it simmer, and then kind of coming to that, like, explosive conclusion or however Mm. it's going to be so yeah so i'm looking forward to i think i was a little bit more positive on this episode than (laughs) shaw i uh very much enjoyed episode two the opening with doc seismic had me lolling shaw i was (laughs) loving this goofy uh like comic booky villain and 
you know, once again, we talked about the voice cast last week. Uh, once again, this episode just proved it. These voice actors or these actors playing multiple roles. Uh, right. Chris, I'm going to mess up his name. Chris Dianopoulos uh, played Doc Seismic, but he plays a ton of characters in this show. Um, and R- Reginald Vel- Reginald Vel Johnson playing the principal, which that is a deep cut Easter egg from the comic books, <laughs> but they brought it over to the show and actually got him. Because in the comics, he goes to Reginald Vel Johnson High School and the the art looks like the actor, but they actually got the actor to come on and do his voice yeah. 15 years later. So it's like in the, in the background of my mind, I've been waiting for this day for 15 years, but um, it's fantastic to have him once again. So love <laughs> hearing him uh, as always and seeing him on the screen. Um, what did you think, Shaf, about um, the Adam Eve storyline that's going on kind of her and this plays off of that special that they did yeah the, yeah the background so of her. that's a great point so i personally i'm really interested in that whole storyline and the dynamic between her and her step parents or not step parents foster parents i guess you could right. say mm-hmm. um i feel like be for a lot of people if they're not watching that special that uh, prequel that does them a disservice Mm. Uh, when it comes to appreciating the dynamics of this episode, because you don't really understand what's driving this uh, right. wedge between right. them. And if you if that was understood a little bit better, maybe through better um, uh, previously on Invincible or whatever, like if they like showcase that a little better, I think that we might be able to empathize with everybody all around mm. uh, versus it just seeming like the um, the dad is just a total like a hole, you know. <laughs> like, he's, right. He's so nasty to her, and uh, and she is trying to help in the best way that she knows possible. And it it just doesn't. All sides are not seen because we don't have that prequel. As it's not viewed as required viewing, you know. It's like uh, it's helpful, supplemental. But I think like I think it needed to be included, and I think like. Hmm. <laughs> not like you have to download it, but like I think that it, it would benefit viewers if they all had had a chance to sit through it. Maybe mm. they did. I'm glad I did because it helped it helped me appreciate that moment. I'm wondering how many people actually, if you're listening to this or watching this, comment down below. Did you watch the Adam Eve special? Because I'm curious how many people got to experience that, and was it a good idea, Shaw, to split it off, or should they have included it somehow? you know, weaved it into the, as flashbacks or a narrative into the actual main storyline. I'm curious because I don't know too many people. I haven't spoken to too many people that when that Adam Eve special came out, they're like, Oh yeah, this is great. This is more invincible Um, because it was before this season. It was in between the two seasons. So I'm curious to see how that works. Um, But one, what you said about the the dad, uh, Fred Tattashore, who, Again, played multiple characters. He, I love him. He had a, a character in every scene. I swear, in every <laughs> scene, yes. the dude was in it. And it, at one point, it wasn't even like he was trying. He was just doing the same Fred voice. I was like, yes. okay, all right, we're just going to... He's not... He's He is a typecast dude. He's always playing like the super imposing, big, burly character. Right. So, right. I love him. Uh, someone else who I love, Shoff, which I don't know if I've ever gotten your take on 
is Ben Schwartz. And in this episode, he plays yes. Russ, the astronaut. Yes. And I was just laughing the entire time. And his voice, like his vocal characteristics, brings something of comedy to it. Yes. Like he's, he, this is not the serious guy. Like you don't want the, his voice when it's playing a serious character. No. Um, I loved Russ. Uh, what did you think of Ben Schwartz in this episode? Uh, loved him, but I also I love Ben Schwartz. Like I know we both know somebody who absolutely hates Ben Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> like in I don't know why. People, in terms of people that that this person despises, Ben Schwartz is like at the top of the list. I don't, which know is really why. unfair, but uh, it's just how it goes. <laughs> but yeah, Ben Schwartz I think is a lot of fun. Uh, he is very like charming and actor and everything he does he's very memorable and you cannot take that away from him like no matter what role he's in you always you know, remember those yeah. scenes you quote those scenes you use gifs of those scenes yes i said gif not gif <laughs> i call it a gif um and uh i love everything he's in when he played sonic he was fantastic when he was in parks and rec he was fantastic um there's speculation that he might be playing uh, plastic man in the Ooh. new DC, whatever you want to call it, the new DCU, I don't know. Um, and it's ironic because if that does become true, that will be the second character he's played that has stretchy powers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because playing yeah. this Russ guy and, and being basically a Martian and having this like shape-shifting abilities, uh, it's pretty cool, pretty fun. Yeah, just it's the the play on that fish out of water, like he doesn't know what it's like to be human. He doesn't right. know the customs. Just, it's just that comedy is there. You know, it's from the comics, but um, I loved all of his scenes when he, when he didn't know like how to warm up the frozen pizza and like in his apartment, when you look, <laughs> the mail had piled up in the background. Cause it's like, he doesn't know about the mail. Yeah. He doesn't know about the rent. He doesn't know uh anything what was it about when, with his boss uh he was worried he was gonna get killed or fired i can't remember what was the it was funny because he like completely misinterpreted the circumstances because again like he's not from here he doesn't he's yeah. just trying to fit in but it was and he said something about his head your head not screwed on right or something and then he looks in the mirror he's like hmm, my, my head not right <laughs> so yeah all of that stuff with russ was fantastic oh, Shaw, i don't know if we mentioned this on a previous episode but also, in that Adam Eve special, Tatiana Maslany, who played She-Hulk, uh, yes. she was the lizard. She was one of the lizard ladies. And in this episode, thanks to X-Ray, yep, I, saw I noticed too. she played the, the forewoman in the, when Adam Eve was setting up the, at the construction site. That one I never would have caught because she's in such a small role. But then the fish princess or queen, yep. um, that... It's another role, and she's doing kind of, it's not her natural voice, so she's putting on some in inflections, but um, do you, when you hear that, or when you see Tatiana Maslany, do you start thinking She-Hulk, or what, what's your feeling, what's your vibe when you, when you see uh, that? Pants get tight, pants get really <laughs> tight. Uh, <laughs> mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm... I crush hard on Tatiana. So uh, I do think of She-Hulk and that, that sends me spiraling. <laughs> sends me spiraling. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's, she had a lot of, uh, a lot of roles too. Now I want to talk real briefly about her character, but also the underwater stuff. So mm, yes, since I'm more recently read on some of the issues of Invincible, I know that that's not how the story goes. 
So in the source material, and this is fine, by the way, it's totally, I I have no gripes that they went a different way because that's, you kind of have to, right? Otherwise, if you just follow it to the T, you're not surprising viewers who are loyal to the source material. You want to give them something fresh, something new. But I kind of think that the the comic book version of this is the better story. And Mm. I think that they, when they decide which path they go, I think in this sense, they went the wrong way. Um, so in the comic book, they, because of the whole circumstances of killing, uh, the king of Atlantis or whatever the guy's Aquarius or however his name is, um, invincible has to go down to Atlantis and he has to, uh, in a sense, he has to marry the, the princess or the queen, but then he also has to have public sex with her <laughs> in the center of like this huge like coliseum <laughs> and that's after i guess he vanquishes or no i'm sorry yeah like so he has to do that and the only way out of it is if someone else demonstrates a heroic act to save the queen or whatever mm. and so he like conspires with another uh atlantis uh amphibian dude who really like has the hots for the queen and is able to put, sort of position this other guy so that he can do deal like a death blow to the person that he's fighting in this trial by combat so that they end up together versus Invincible and uh, the Atlantis chick. And like the con- and then you see like at the end of it, they're about to like bump uglies, uh, the two fish. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the funnier story. <laughs> like, uh, that's the one we should have seen. So mm. I, I understand why they changed it just to keep things fresh. But to me, like, that's the better funnier story uh to tell oh man yeah sometimes with the adaptations um it's very interesting to see what they choose to uh include and what they choose to change so yeah that is an interesting one and i had forgot that i remember liking that issue when it came out but uh again this is like 15 years ago (laughs) i haven't read it since yeah and and then uh, you got tatiana voicing this character and i'll tell you what if I was in invincible shoes and uh, circumstances presented themselves, uh, <laughs> there might be some bubbles, folks. There might be some bubbles. Man, Shoff's getting X-rated on our show today. Uh, Aquaria was her name. I, I looked her up on X-Ray, the uh, service on Amazon Prime Aquaria. Video that we talked about. Where it, showed her, uh, her, it shows all the voice actors and um, <laughs> everybody that's playing it. But yeah, I thought overall... There was um, a lot to like in this episode. A lot of comedy with Russ and the lizard, or sorry, the um, the Martian storyline. We had like the Lizard King storyline at the end, and then like you mentioned, Shaw, the um, the Angstrom Levy uh, kind of stinger at the end, the, yeah, the mid credits thing. So there's a lot of stuff that they're um, they're tying up here. A lot of these storylines that they're weaving together, um, Eve and her family, and then. We didn't even touch on Darkwing uh, when he went into right, the other Shadowverse. Yeah, yeah. so that was I, that was cool. And there's a lot of like a I think that's kind of like a play on Cloak and Dagger from Marvel, um, as we talked about in the last episode. There's a lot of things that Invincible kind of comments on for other comic books and um, kind of tries to improve upon. So I think that was a fun little side tangent yeah. that we had. Uh, oh. But, uh, real quick, I wanted to mention, I loved the uh, when they were in the parallel universe or dimension and uh, um, Angstrom was interrogating Invincible 
And then that universe's version of oh, Cecil yes. and yes. I'm blanking on the other dude's name. Um, yeah. Douglas or something. Yeah, I think it's Doug. Yeah. Doug. Yeah. They've come out with their women and it just yes. and it doesn't look like they try. It's just like a wig <laughs> yeah. and like dresses like on them. Right. And I I laughed. I was like, that's that's good. That's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um so I I also uh lulled when I saw that. Um so a lot of great stuff to be had in, in episode two. I'm hoping that the next episode just continues because Shuff, we are halfway through this uh portion oh, yeah, of Invincible. Right. Yeah, we have only getting four episodes for this half and then next uh sometime next year we're gonna get the, the remaining four for this episode. So hopefully that fourth episode we get some type of juicy cliffhanger shop that we can hang our teeth on, uh hang our hats on. But I am enjoying talking Invincible with you, Shaw. As always, thank you very much for joining me, my friend. And thank you, listeners, for joining us, or viewers, if you're on YouTube. Don't forget, you can always leave a comment, leave a super thanks if you're really feeling generous. That helps us here in the podcast, helps us in the Vectorverse, so that we can uh, hire the Mauler twins to get us (laughs) uh, some, some better technology. So excellent my friends thank you very much shop i'm putting you on the spot okay do you have an invincible closing for us? i do i do yeah. it just came to me a moment ago so i'm like yeah. so ready for it it was like shop struck my brain uh i no vactor and i <laughs> love to get busy with fishies under the water and you should too what